Hello, and welcome to episode 165, allegedly, of the Book Wars pod. (laughs) I was expecting air horns. That is terrifying. Um, Clearly, (laughs) I am (laughs) Miranda. I am here with Kate and Rana. Chris is, for some ungodly reason, producing tonight. Uh, And we're finally fucking starting. (sighs) Aren't we all? Um, <laughs> Rana's face right now is just disgust. <laughs> so I only got one more day of Aries season, or two more days of Aries season to be angry all the time. Hey. I mean, it's a life status, but you know. I cannot <laughs> wait to be back in Earth season. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's all get right. productive, folks. And we can start by discussing Queen's Hope. Great. <laughs> E.K. Johnston, <laughs> chapters 1 through 14. Uh, I'm Miranda. I said that earlier. Uh, Kate, Rana, maybe Chris. What are you drinking? Are you drinking? Um, I'm not like, I mean, I'm drinking, but I'm not like having alcohol. I've got, I've, got, I've just got some green tea because this is the speed I'm at. I, I was telling, I was talking to, oh my god, I was talking to um Jess of Love's Beautiful Town Pod, um, and she was saying about, she was like saying how she drank so much this weekend, she felt totally fine, and she didn't even have a hangover, and I was like, on su- this past Sunday. Because today is Rana's birthday eve. This past Sunday, I was at Rana's birth- birth- birthday celebration brunch. I had one fucking margarita. Ooh. And I woke up, and I woke up today, and I was like, my fucking knee hurts. Because apparently I have one knee that just fucking hurts every time I, like, drink. Listen. It's not that I'm hungover. It's that my knee hurts. Sometimes, so, sometimes your knee just hurts, man. I you can't get out of that shit. Do okay, you yes. be mad? Oh, Sorry, right. go ahead, finish. And then no, 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 no. I'm just... I'm just complaining about being old. <laughs> no, Go it's on. fine. The reason that you'll be mad is because, so I had two drinks at that, mm-hmm. and then I had a beer for axe throwing, and then Aaron and I had some wine. This was over the course of like seven hours, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went back to my apartment, and then she brought another bottle of wine, and then we drank that, <laughs> and then I went to bed, and when I woke up, I was fine. <laughs> What's it like to be in your twenties? So, yeah, right. Really. Uh, it's not. I think it's also because it was spaced <laughs> out over landing. eleven hours because we started with brunch. Yeah. See, yes. I, I like. I got home. I passed the fuck out because I had one tequila, and then I was like, and then I woke up and I was like, my knee kind of hurts, and then I like, you know, went about the rest of my day. Woke up this morning, was like, my knee like really hurts. <laughs> so, Did you do something to the knee, or is no. it just like, <laughs> no? I, I guess, guess this shit. is what my body does now. No, I guess I have shit-ass joints now. Maybe I'm just it's like, like cool. an inflammation thing. I probably I don't fuck it. My my joints my my joints have been absolute crapola for a number of years now, and now I have tequila knee, which is what Jess is calling it. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> it's, well, I think you, the you only heard tequila mockingbird right, come for the excellent knee. sequel. <laughs> Whiskey dick tequila knee, like mm-hmm. these are the things that bodies do. Um, I think the only other reason I wasn't hungover was because I had coffee at 2 p.m. And I can't, Mm. like, I am very sensitive to caffeine. So that meant that then I just laid in bed for, like, five hours in the middle of the night. So I think my body was, like, metabolizing the alcohol that whole time. Probably. Probably. Further, I don't have a drinking problem, everyone. I don't (laughs) normally drink. That was the most I've had in one day of alcohol for, like, probably in three years. We're not here to judge you. It's your almost birthday. It's 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 fine. What are you having now, Rana? 
Uh, I am drinking a Lone Tree Brewing Company Peach Pale Ale brewed with ripened peaches. I got a six pack of these when my mom was in town because she wanted me to have a Colorado beer, but she's she's not picky about beers, but she's very like selective, I guess. Um, and she does like some, you know, like a, a lighter sort of beer, but not a light beer. No, no. Pale ale. So I got her this, and then she didn't have any. <laughs> but <laughs> so now I have like five more of these in my fridge. I think I've had two of them so far, so I have four left. I can do basic arithmetic. Um, it was the 2021 silver medal winner for American Fruit Beers at the Great American Beer Festival. Never been too many people. Um, pale first. Oh, that seems Real. racist. Peach second. Ripened peaches <laughs> provide a citrus aroma and the finest pale malt blend seamlessly. Oh, I can't read. <laughs> Great for book wars. Anyways, <laughs> that's what I'm drinking. Um, 5.8% alcohol by volume. I just opened it. It is really refreshing because um, okay. it is. it's very hot outside. Well, to me, it's hot outside. To normal people, it's not. But I thought it was hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm dying. My yeah. apartment is at 67 degrees, and nice. it, that normal. makes me have to wear a tank top and shorts and drink a cold beer. So summer's gonna be great. <laughs> what do you yeah, drink, sure. Herb? Uh, I have wine today. Ooh. So backstory is that my parents live in Portland also, and they fucking are wine people, and um. At one of the wineries that they're like members at, they befriended one of the gals who works there. She works somewhere else now. So then they went and joined their wine club. Oh my god. Is this and what white people do? Yeah. <laughs> this is what white people in Oregon do. Okay, you've met my parents. You know this is true. Ah, crap. My mom would definitely do this too. Fair enough. Uh, but so they followed her, and there was like a like a club, like pick up your wine for, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's quarterly or what party um this weekend so i went with them and got free wine there and then you know got my folks to buy me a couple bottles of wine so i am drinking uh the place is called montanor estate yamo carlton oregon this is their 2022 pinot rosé and it's fucking delicious Sounds delightful, actually. It's got yeah, a little. Good. It's got a little bull on oh. the, on the label. Oh. I don't know why. Chris, what's up? What are you drinking? I am also drinking tea. I considered having alcohol, and I'm gonna be honest, not having alcohol at this moment seems like a poor choice. So I may just go grab some at some point. But wow, that's insulting to us. He's only producing. It's fine, folks. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but if you <laughs> grab alcohol, you have to grab me an alcohol. I can grab you. An, do we do we want to take a grab an alcohol break? Not necessarily. I think well, if you take a uh, grab an alcohol break, you need to tell us what the alcohol is when you it's come true. back. It's okay, true. I yeah. can do also, that. Also, you're. I know this is an audio medium, but Chris is currently. Uh, he doesn't have his video on, so we don't get sick from him rocking back and forth. And like, I feel <laughs> yes. like you could get it's away true. with just running away. Like I sometimes do in the uh, middle of meetings. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. I was. I, I. I was given an ultimatum: stop like swiveling in my chair or turn my video off. And so I turned my video. I off. didn't even say to turn your video off. I just told you to stop fucking rocking back and forth. But apparently, you're fucking incapable of sitting still. This is correct. And oh, I was gonna. Too. I was true. Okay, but like I was truly gonna hurl. Like <laughs> it was. I was getting so motion sick. All right. Cr- all right, Chris. You you go get alcohol, and Miranda's gonna tell us about her charity for this week. Okay, so we do have a charity, as always, for this one. Uh, for this book, 
which uh, again is Queen's Hope. Making sure to not forget to say that. Anyway, you're great, Burby. <laughs> Thank you. We're uh, supporting Transformations KC, um, which is an organization that's led by trans folks of color. It's focused on capacity building and leadership development among uh, trans communities of color, uh, particularly youth without traditional systems of support. Uh, and they're in Missouri, Kansas, and not, not like Missouri, Kansas. That sounds like it's a city and a state. Those are two <laughs> separate states, Missouri and Kansas. <laughs> and um, the Ozark region in northern Arkansas. Um, everything's on fire. Please give your money to trans people. <laughs> yes. And the website is transformationskc.org. Yeah, transformationskc.org. I think we put it in our episode notes. Um, I, yes. I don't pay attention to that part. <laughs> I know. Uh, I it's, it's, Just to update everybody, I am now drinking a fucking watermelon wild basin, which Chris gave to me because um, he has a watermelon allergy for no fucking reason because watermelon is fucking made of water but whatever it's none of my business famously <laughs> that's a that's a white person allergy uh, yeah i know like it's, it's it's truly it's it's slightly flavored watermelon i love watermelon it is the lacroix of fruit of actual food i feel like that's like having a celery allergy yeah <laughs> i kn- i knew so i worked with somebody who had a lettuce allergy yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking wild. Yeah, I, and again, it's just like there is nothing like like as a seller. There is nothing to these these produce. I just don't. Is it like r- related to other fruits? I no, so like questions. We like we like people have asked uh, asked him like is it related to like lycopene or something like that? But like no, he can eat like tomatoes fine and yeah, like it, it it makes no fucking sense like truly. <laughs> What about yellow? Like, do yellow watermelon trigger the same thing, the same allergy? I don't think I've ever had yellow watermelon. Maybe it's red dye number. Mm. No, I mean whatever number they put in watermelon. I know the color of watermelon is determined by lycopene, but also maybe it's like an amino acid or something. I mean, it's not an amino acid because it's a fruit, but you know, some sort of like nucleic acid or something. Now I want to like fuck around and find out. We're just gonna give you a smorgasbord of just like. (laughs) <laughs> various colored watermelons this summer and see what makes you die. You're going to do like one of those like allergy tests for toddlers except with no medical supervision and just hoping I don't die. Correct. Yeah, Great. don't put it on your, We're going to make you eat all of them too. None of that like, you know, put the shit on your skin bullshit. Yeah, no. no obviously, this is Kate. She's going to like make a oh, giant yeah. puree of it and dump it down his throat. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I mean. Inject it right into his veins. Like. <laughs> it's going to be like Matilda except instead of chocolate cake it's just a full fucking watermelon. <laughs> No, shoot, shoot me up with watermelon. It's totally fine. Um, speaking of things that are totally fine, um, Padme and Anakin's marriage. Anyway, uh, not a fan. I know, I know. Well, well, we'll we'll talk about that. That's for goddamn sure. Uh, when and where are we, Burb? So, (laughs) as you may recall from the seminal (laughs) film. Star Wars, Attack of the Clones, released in 2002. (laughs) Anakin and Padme get married at the end. It's true. This is obviously then. Yes. Because it starts the day of that. Yeah. And then proceeds on. And it overlaps with certain Clone Wars times too, right? Yes. Yeah, it must. Um, Yeah, so we get a bit into uh, into like the, the days and weeks after, obviously. 
Um, yeah. I, I want to say that. Sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say there's lots of references to Geonosis, which was very recently. It also seems to be like that fucking trip is where they decided to get married. And I was like, you guys weren't dating. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just make weird snap decisions after. Are they Mormon? Ooh. I mean, space Jedi. Wait, Jedi aren't space. Space Mormon. <laughs> Don't Mormons have something about space, too? Or no, that's Scientologists. Never mind. No, you get a planet. No, 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 they get a planet. planet planet Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Well, Mm. on the Expanse, they have um, the ship (laughs) (laughs) that gets commandeered. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not that I base everything I know about Mormons off of a science fiction television show. Hey, you know, it's not the worst way to do it. (laughs) It's worth it. It, Also, like probably honestly, like I haven't, I haven't actually watched the Expanse, but I was like probably like close, close enough because it's it's weird enough that if you just boiled it down to like some stuff, still probably correct. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you know, they want to go find their future anyway. It's fun. Space Mormons. They need to colonize more. (laughs) Missionary, sorry, no (laughs) different. Oh uh, fuck! Where are we? Lots of places. Yes. As you'll fucking imagine, the same goddamn planet we're on in every other fucking TV show, movie, book. <laughs> I fucking hate Tatooine. Get yourself <laughs> Tatooine. You know, it's okay because Tanra also hates Tatooine. I got to the part where he's like, he all but says, I hate sand. And I was just like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, there is some stuff on uh, Naboo and like other planets That's in their true. system. And we get to be on Coruscant. Yes. But still a lot of Tatooine concept um content. It's true. It's true. I yeah. just rewatched Empire the other day and I always forget that Luke forgets how to pronounce his home planet at the oh end my of God, the movie. Yes. And now every time I read it, I read it in that voice of and we're on uh Tatooine <laughs> every time. <laughs> So that's oh my, my way of getting through the tatu- Tatooine scenes. No, this Tatooine. is a dumb twink. It's true. I was literally about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I was gonna say about the Clone Wars is I, d- I think they I think the uh, the what the fuck was that like Cartoon Network goddamn shit? Yeah, the Getty Tarvowski or whatever one. Yeah, thank you. Um, is uh, that's definitely not his name, but I made it up. The Powerpuff Girls guy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that guy. Oh, the professor. Yeah. Stop. We're clearly <laughs> talking about Mojo Jojo Burb. Please oh, pay no. attention. God, I fucking wish. That'd be fucking awesome. Well, Burb doesn't be the know because she refuses to watch Clone Wars. It's true. That I've seen Clone Wars. She has seen Clone Wars. She hasn't seen Rebels. Wait, that's way worse. Rebels is... I'm sorry. I don't like Clone Wars, but like Rebels is fun. I mean... It's sad, but it's fun. Listen, you're, you're upset about that. Imagine how I feel. <laughs> it's only your entire personality. It, it kind of is. Um... What I was gonna say was I don't I think I think I think the the Cartoon Network Clone Wars cartoons are not canon, but it's like kind of like that same ish time period where it's like the beginning and I don't know, like I I don't know if we're gonna get Anakin's like weird graduate like um graduation from Padawan into Jedi, but I just like that 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 one short is going to be burned into my mind where he gets his stupid Padawan braid chopped off and Padme is just like treasuring this piece of hair and I'm just like, this is the most disgusting fucking thing. Disgusting. 
it's disgusting. so gross. It's so Famously, gross. Famously, that was the most, ex- even though it's not explicit, thankfully, the most explicit suggestion of sex in Star Wars until we had Solo. So, yes. and now Andor. But yes, yeah, fun, uh, fun fact. Burp's face right now is so good. I'm trying to remember. So <laughs> they like turn off the lights, and it's like the last time they're together before. Eh, sure, the that'll do it. Yep. yep. Um. God, what a fucking trash garbage boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel bad. Like, every time we call him a raccoon, I'm like, but raccoons But raccoons cute. deserve so much better. They're Aww. so cool. They, like, dig their little shells out in British Columbia. No. little hands. Like, it's true. Help, but also... Anakin could never. No. Anakin but... beaches? No. And and also, I mean, that's Anakin's... why I said he's... I think I said he's a feral, feral raccoon. I didn't say that, actually, but I meant he was a feral raccoon. <laughs> He has rabies. He's a rabid raccoon. <laughs> that is it's, fucking correct. It's it's he's like rabies and mange and whatever the fuck else goes on. It's it this temper. He's a Bronx raccoon. Oh, sorry, Kate, dude. but like you know the ones that hiss at people from the dumpster. Yeah, I do. They're like fucking ginormous and it, like. God, it used to be like a fucking event when we would see like raccoons or possums or like fucking shit because like we like you know usually all you got were like stray cats and squirrels and so it was just like a whole like situation <laughs> it was like wow i saw nature when, when i would see them in brooklyn i would like feel at home i'd be like yay something's alive and it's not a rat <laughs> oh my god <laughs> fucking amazing where i'm um, from you just saw the possums on the side of the street or in the middle of the street really roads they're roads they're not streets are you saying they're dead yeah or th- they get hit by cars. Like that's 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 the only time you saw possums growing up is when they were dead. Or at the flat. Yeah, like. Uh, oh my god. I think I'm sorry. One... It kills me how that's like so normal. You're like, oh yeah, that's possums are just roadkill animals. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I okay. mean, they exist. They're like out under your shit. But. Anyway, <laughs> you know who else is a roadkill animal? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're honestly like Padme's husband. Um, so obviously we get we get we get the wedding and all that, but like, yeah, this this book focuses quite a bit on um, Padme's unfortunate fucking marriage. Um, and I just feel so bad for Kate Johnston that she couldn't have just made this canonically like super fucking gay. Like, all right, only Chris is gonna get this reference, but like, what is it's it's giving um compulsory heterosexuality in the and Assassin's Creed Odyssey is what it's giving me right now. So, fun fact, I just started a replay of Odyssey. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it is on my screen right now, on my TV. <laughs> Listen. It'll make you behead, though. Well, yeah, like, in the like in the main game, you can, you can fuck whoever. Yeah. But in the DLC that's, like, explains how... Um, Cassandra's related to like this other character in um Origins which is takes place in Egypt which is later down the timeline like so basically she has to have a descendant so they ma- so they ma- so they make her do so they make her be pregnant and it's fucking shitty and gay. we hate it it's fucking I know I'm learning a lot about this game which I did not know involved any fucking so oh yeah Dude. oh okay <laughs> I just did the one where, like, you have to go make a love potion for an old lady because her husband, like, cannot keep up with her urges. Oh, yeah! 
Oh man, and what then, a great fucking. And book. then at the end, you can just like have your character go fuck this old lady for like a full day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the 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 scene is like just the husband outside the house, <laughs> and it like changes from like day to night and shit, and then night back to day. <laughs> so I only found out last year that people were like. Sorry, this is such a weird thing to talk about in a Book Wars pod. I didn't realize that people were actually sexually excited by video games. And so when oh. I, someone was talking to me about cyberpunk and I was like, yeah, but no one actually cares about that. Don't they like just because I don't play video games. So this whole yeah. time I thought it was just like filler content that people like skipped over, not knowing that people were like really into these like sex plot lines of these games. So this is like fascinating to me See, to hear this with the Assassin's I'm not, Creed. Let's go. I'm not, I'm not necessarily into the sex just, plot lines of video games, but I am into like... Why do you have to make this bundle of pixels so fucking attractive? I fucking hate you guys. Like, that's... I feel like a... Anyway. Um, oh, I just think they're fun. That too. Like, I this, do like... I love stabby stabby. Ancient Greece. And you're just letting me make this lesbian fuck whoever she wants. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway. Right before we... Right before we... Um, Hopped on to record. Bourbon and I were just like texting each other back and forth, being like, Saba's right there. Why could we? We couldn't just make this like, like they're soulmates. Like, come the fuck on. Like, there is that one line where Padme says, like, it's weird to love two different people in two different ways. We'll always have each other. I know. And on one hand, I'm like, oh, girl. But also, <laughs> in a different tone, I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> the, the thing is, and I almost took a picture of. I think I think I'm thinking of the same um like paragraph you are. Sabe is like the baddest bitch in the galaxy. And Padme is deeply in love with her, but it's Star Wars. Compulsory so heterosexuality. The, the compulsory heterosexuality. Mm-hmm. In her defense, and we do love E.K. Johnson for a lot of reasons, but especially this. Mm-hmm. She takes it as far as she can go. This book is gay as hell. It's, yeah, which is true. <laughs> Listen, like, 30 to 50 feral Sasha is married to Yane. <laughs> adopting, like, 30 to 50 feral Sasha. 1 billion children. Married to Yane. I got really confused because it seems like they're just, like, watching some orphan kids from the mudslide. But also, they, like, seem to be watching the children, like, a lot. And, like, referring to them as their kids. <laughs> They're like fostering. I feel yeah, like and I'm like, you guys are like 22. <laughs> also, it's true. Some it's of us true. have adopted children throughout our entire lives, like informally. I will have you know, in preschool, I was adopting kids as my children. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. it is a thing, and I can definitely see how, if you had a stable partnership and those sorts of resources, you would end up adopting millions of children post mudslide. I mean, Fair. it's awfully nice of them to do. Like, I couldn't do that because I. You would kill them all. I know, I really Anakin would. On them. <laughs> you straight artist. He said, let's go. <laughs> oh my God. Can you fucking imagine? Um, thanks. <laughs> I so, so speaking of Anakin just being like the fucking worst, like, I just feel so bad, again, for Kate Johnson having to make this a horrible shit make sense. Like, this relationship is all kinds of just, like, abusive and manipulative, and Anakin's a fucking genocidal maniac, and she really had to write a sentence in which Padme was trying to, like, empathize, sympathize with him, like, killing a whole, you know, little village of uh, Tusken Raiders, and I was just like, 
this is so unfortunate. <laughs> like, yeah. oh no. And it's, I don't know, they're, I know it's canon, but yeah. their relationship is so fucking weird. It was it's gross. So they it, met yeah, for a couple days when they were kids. I know. And then Anakin, like, and then they hung out at the lake house over it for a decade. Yeah, yeah. And then they hung out at this lake house for two weeks max, and like they I just discovered sex, and that was that. Yep, space Mormons. Space. Mormons. I know Chris made this like when we read Queen's Peril. I think um, he made this like analogy of when you know someone from a small town who's amazing and generally is usually it's a girl or from identified person and they're like oh super smart they have this amazing like scholarship to college you know they're just like gonna do amazing things in life and they just will not dump their shitty high school boyfriend because they just do not understand and maybe they like even end up not doing that college because they're like well he can't be nearby like that is what I think every time I read their interactions I'm like girl you are a fucking senator like you were a queen before at like 12 years what was she 14 14 like yeah She's the you second can do most, better. Second most bad bitch in the yeah. fucking galaxy. <laughs> I know that everyone gets annoyed. I don't, for the record, I don't hate every male partner of my friends, but I do. <laughs> Chris is like, I'm out. <laughs> I said I don't hate all of them. I don't. Yeah, I don't. But I, I think sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I get a reputation of that because I'll be like, bitch, what? No. And in this I mean, instance, it is a whole book of bitch, what? Yeah. No, yeah, same. Also, like, listen, the way you, f- the reason why you feel about that way about so many, probably for friends partners, is because men are fucking terrible. Period. Bar them, stop. So mm-hmm. yeah, I know it's... that I just sound bitter, but yes, <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh the thing, God. the the thing is, like, she she has to make like it's about their marriage, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is fucking terrible. You don't know each other. But, like, I think because of it, and to, like, kind of, you know, remind us that they're in love, there's, like, she kind E.K. Johnson is the she in this situation. Um, Like, there's just a lot of passages where it's, I love him. Yeah. He looked at me like he looks when he sees new planets. I know. That was Which one is how I would look at new planets, first of all. Very relatable. But also, like, (laughs) come on, bad man. I know. I... So one of the things that I, that Ike um, Johnson did um, to kind of try to make this square peg fit in a round hole <laughs> um, is she basically removes any like moral qualms or questions that Padme could possibly have about this like that like getting married in general and it can doing bad murder. Um, you know, is like jeopardizing her career, jeopardizing his place in the Jedi Order. Like any any of that, like is just like we just absolutely like it's not here. Yeah, it's just like it's it's just a pure elision. It's like it's just not there. And like, I mean, it, it just based on like the character that we get in the that that is created in the Phantom Menace, like. Nothing about this relationship makes any fucking sense, and therefore this doesn't make any fucking sense. I just like couldn't be me having this impossible task. I could not do it, man. No. <laughs> I was really hoping that this book would make me feel differently about the relationship, or at least be like, okay, I'm here for the ride. This is cool, but it doesn't. I know, and, and that's Garbage. not that's not the author's fault. Like, no, no, absolutely not. It's, it's just, just the pairing, yep. and also like. 
I've never, maybe this is because I'm a heathen, but like I've never understood why they're married. I was always like, even as a child, I was like, why are they getting married? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I thought maybe it would be like Naboo's culture or something. But no, there's like no fucking reason no. for them to get married. No, absolutely. No, the, you're you're absolutely right about that. This is what happens when romance is written, written by men. Ta-da! Yay. I know, it's just so, what it's great. What if we make this very stupid pairing based just, an entire trilogy on it? I'm just thinking about myself at 24 years old looking at 19-year-old boys and absolutely the fuck not! Absolutely the fuck not! On nope. no, in no I universe! Can't even, I can't even have my hinge set to more than like my, I don't even do it a year younger. Yeah. Even when they're my own age, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's not, it's not my favorite. Yes. Um, so we've read half this book and we have, we, well, we have, we have, we have firmly established that we are not down, like this is a story of their marriage and we're at the beginning of their marriage anyway. We're not, we're not down with it, but so uh, so, like my 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 teacher discussion question for this episode is, <laughs> um, so like, what light do y'all feel like this sheds? Does does this book shed on like Padme's character or Anakin's or their relationship? Like, it does it does it complicate it for you? I feel like we mostly feel like feel like the complexity isn't necessarily there. We just kind of are doubling down on the what the fuck that <laughs> was there in the first place. But I don't know. Yeah, it's. You know, going into this book, I w- there was nothing, and like, famously, I love E.K. Johnson. There's nothing she could have written to make me like this pairing. <laughs> um, you know, and just like, it's it is kind of as we discussed. It's a very rosy view of it. Um, I don't think it sheds a ton of light on either of them, although it is. I think interesting to kind of get Padme's like <clears throat> not internal monologue, but as close as we can with like a third person narration. Um, you know, Anakin, it just <laughs> his <laughs> scenes just kind of reinforce what I think is going on in his brain at all times, <laughs> which is nothing but chaos <laughs> and in a bad what, way. Uh, what's like the like like monkeys in a barrel, basically? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the maybe, like just like maybe like a gong or an air horn somewhere for them to <laughs> like beat on and honk honk. Um, I think a lot of blaster sounds from yeah. like uh huh, yeah. and a lot parkour. of just like zoom. A lot <laughs> of imagining himself doing parkour like. The <laughs> 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 guy like, love Padme. She's so pretty. He's not wrong. However, what? I mean, he's nineteen, so he's fucking stupid yeah that he's like also fucking fair <laughs> so yeah I, I don't know mm. but like you know a lot of basically all of the scenes um at least for most of this half of the book where uh padme is like talking to her friends and handmaidens and former handmaidens and all of that she's like i wish i could tell them but no one can know about this and like i it's really unfortunate that Canon just kind of has has her like on on this track and she cannot divert from it because I really like the idea of Padme like allowing herself to be a little selfish 
And I really like the idea of her keeping secrets from these people that like know literally everything about her because their entire job was to be her. Mm-hmm. And that is so interesting. And then has like it's like an interesting little pearl has to be thrown into a pile of molten shit. And then I am sad inside. <laughs> yeah, and she uh you know, and I there are a couple passages where she's like, you know, we can't tell them, we can't tell them, but like this is this is for me. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I do think also that she seems to have this view that I think I've heard in this sounds awful, but like sometimes in when I've talked to like elders and older people who have had relationship issues and they talk about this, of uh, she has this view of like, oh well it won't be this way forever. Um yeah. and she thinks that once Anakin has a seat or whatever the correct terminology is that she uses, um that she'll have more freedom to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's curious to me because we know that Jedi cannot have attachments. So I don't know like what she thinks will be different somehow. Yeah. But she says a couple times like, Oh, well I can't tell her now, but there, the time will come and it's only going to be this way for a little bit. And then everything will be fine. And like, we'll be able to talk about it in the future, but we're just not there right now. Um, and on one hand that is, I mean, I guess better than being like, Shh, I can't tell them. I mean, maybe not. Maybe I don't mind her being like, Shh, I can't tell them. Like, okay, that if that spices it up for you, like, that's okay. <laughs> this is um, her kink. <laughs> like, but also, it makes me sad because we know what will happen. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, Bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, it's definitely like, it definitely feels twofold. If it's like, Padme being like, and the future will be so wonderful. And like, of course, we all know what's going to happen because. Mm-hmm. Gonna mm-hmm. Lose I, the will to live. I, I know. I was like, I love. Uh, what is the noise that thing makes? Ooba. Ooba. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I said wee woo. <laughs> I'm in an ambulance in France. It's fine. <laughs> it's an ambulance. No, stop. Oh my God. <laughs> You're, everything just that just happened was fucking upsetting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like this. It's it, it is this twofold thing um, where there's, you know, we're twi- we're we're testing the non-existent Padme's knife of <laughs> of 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 the, of the sadness um, that we're gonna get eventually in Revenge of the Sith because like none of her dreams come true because her husband's a genocidal maniac. It's uh, if only she could see have seen that coming. Um, uh, and also, yeah, is. <laughs> It's very curious. I I almost there there are parts of canon that kind of hint at her being like, you should tell Obi Wan. Obi Wan will understand. Yeah. Obi Wan will help you. Knows. Right, and it's and then that's part of the tragedy of the whole thing is that Obi Wan does fucking know because he fucks the teen. So, um, <laughs> and Anakin knows that, which was fucking a fucking delightful b- batch of interactions during the during in the, in the Clone Wars cartoon. But I digress. I. Uh, yeah, like she keeps she like she keeps hinting about like you know like how do we how do we open this up and you know make 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 this less of a secret and whatever and Anakin gets gets you know gets to that point too at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith but they never actually like do it and it's just like if only you had I don't know trusted other people yeah or trusted other people had a five year plan you know whatever like maybe. <laughs> mm. I wonder if it's like there's something maybe I'm just absolutely projecting and making shit up as I go. Uh, welcome to the Booklers pod. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's something about like the forbidden love that like is enticing to them. 
Like, maybe? Oh, definitely in Attack of the Clones with the gross, like, feeding each other scene. That was so uncomfortable. You don't like There's definitely that, like, forbidden. Or I saw this, like, this meme that I can't remember anymore. Like, I'm not going to do it justice, but it was years ago, and it was like, when traveling with a teenage guardian who expresses his sexual interest in you, the best thing you can do is wear a BDSM like corset <laughs> with your like tits all the way out and be like, what me? And then when you go to meet his family, when his mom's missing, bust out your best crop top. Oh my like, God. I, and I'm honestly... not, not trying to judge. Like we all know I love ho clothes. Oh. And also Stop. like, I do think they're kind of playing into that component. Oh sure. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, at, at its core, it's two fucking idiots in love. Oh yeah. Like, uh, no, is it super toxic and unsustainable? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. W- would she figure that out if she doesn't just fucking die for no goddamn reason? Absolutely. Take the kids. Put See? them on Naboo. See, you say that, that maybe she, she would realize that. But, like, they... <laughs> Kana really just loves making Padme... Like, making Anakin and Padme's absolute fucking Achilles heel. I keep thinking... Anytime I think about the relationship, I think about that the second like Rush Clovis arc in the Clone Wars where Anakin literally like punches punches that guy out a fucking window, and P- Padme's like, maybe we should get fucking divorce, and then like <laughs> some more fucking like crazy shit happens, and then they never get back to talking about it, and it's just like, oh, you should have gotten fucking divorced before Anakin. What the fuck is a condom Skywalker decided to give you twins? Like I just. <sighs> Please you help me. I think that space would have better birth control options. Right? And they, they use the fucking force, man. <laughs> they use the force. I'm going to keep the swimmers. <laughs> the force. <laughs> um, great. Um, speaking of like, just, just while we're on the subject of illicit whatever the fuck, um, can we, I just, Thank you, th- th- thank you all for also being on my level about Anakin being a giant fucking narc, being like, this guy's on spice. Fuck this guy. This guy, <laughs> this guy commits multiple genocides. He murders children left and fucking right, but he, he- draws the fucking line at realizing <laughs> somebody's high. He is very like, oh my god, U.S. domestic yeah, policy. Yeah, he's, he's just a fucking narc. <laughs> he's such a fucking narc. I'm like, you destroyed <laughs> at minimum two entire planets, sir. And spice is what drives you off the deep ends. <laughs> I just I cannot. love that that Carl, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. With the uh, K-H. Carl. 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 Um, <laughs> I love that Carl. Um, <laughs> Thank God. He's like, oh, we're a bunch of artists. Yeah, I do spice, but we haven't legalized on Naboo yet. And like, I'm in some pain and I want to be chill. <laughs> like, Which is very hysterical. reasonable. This, like, I was like, know, wow, this is a not very thinly veiled analogy. I know. <laughs> Real, honestly, this whole time I thought spice was like dune spice levels of like drug, but no. It's, apparently, uh, not, apparently not. Well, I, ca- I guess, you know, that uh, depends on the dosage. I'd have some spice for my fucking tequila knee, I'll tell you what. So, <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite thing about that scene is Padme's just like, okay. <sighs> like, she's just trying to get through the she's conversation. She's tried spice like, at a party, okay, for still, sure. We mm. still want you to come home. Um, are they all on spice? Should we be prepared for that coming in to talk to them? Yeah. Like just <laughs> I don't know if Very, she's okay like, with it. Older like, cousin at the yes. times <laughs> her little cousins like doing some like, things at the party. Like, 
As long as you do it in the house. I know. Right? I won't tell your mom, but we got to sober you up. Like, come on. <laughs> like, she was definitely, like, just, like, d- like doing some stuff when she was at the, in the previous book, when she was at the Space My Chemical Romance concert. Like, <laughs> also love that we get a, a throwback to that. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so good. Concert? <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> Jesus. In brighter notes in this book, um, and speaking of queer shit, um, I I did not realize we had a trans clone before. Well, we have not said with any like certainty whether Omega from the Bad Batch is in fact trans. But listen, there there's she already like Kate Johnson already laid the the lovely red carpet out for for trans clones in in in, in the canon. So like, let's just. Let's do it. <laughs> I just yeah, I love that. Tonight. Another thing that Anakin is just kind of c- cool with, and like we've talked a lot about how the Jedi are an interesting concept. <laughs> they're they're very Good. particular Space about Mormons. some things, and very not particular about other things. And yes. like, I mean, it's cool that gender is one of those things that are like ah, it doesn't matter. Transcending, ha, transcending. Yeah. Ah. Um, but I'm just like down with it. I'm like, you couldn't deal with this guy doing spice. Like, we, right. Again, everything is on fire. Give your money to trans people. We want them to live their lives. I feel like it's almost. It seems to be sort of a trend in a lot of the canon that has had more like gender diversity in characters, and I will say it is mostly in. Uh, in the books at this point mm-hmm. because yeah, and um, it's, you know it is in the books and you know that yeah. is something i was saying about earlier it's like this is thank god for the books right mm-hmm. exactly um, and i, I think like we see a lot of people just like that i don't remember if it's a comic or a book i didn't read this one but um back when you all first let me be on book wars pod and i listened to be like, what the fuck is this someone was talking about how there was like a um a comic or something where like lando and han find out that someone uses they them pronouns Star. and they're just like Done. Cool. Okay. Moving on. And I feel like it's last shot. Last shot. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the one I think about too. Is like my my reference point is Daniel Jose Older was just like, "Ah, here's a non-binary pilot who's pretending to be Han Solo. Um, Like, and I like that it just like kind of gets moved past. It's like it's not written off, right? But also, it's like people are like, okay, yeah, we're in fucking infinite space. Like, Mm -hmm. how can we not have multiple concepts of gender? Mm -hmm. Cool. Next, I Mm -hmm. I do like. I mean, if we can kind of go on a quick little tangent here. So on Book Wars Pod, not my Book Wars Pod. (laughs) In Uh, last, everything's under control. (laughs) Situation normal. Oh my god. In last shot, you know, I said I don't think I was in the podcast, but I had feelings about it, Um, (laughs) and actually listened to the podcast back then. A, because uh, they bullied me into it. Uh, Love you. The thing I said about not Han Solo was like it took me like half a chapter to realize just to like clock that this was a non-binary character. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so very mm-hmm. casually mm-hmm. written in, no fuss, you know. Um, and there's, but that was like a grown-up book. Yes. And you know, with this being YA, um. There's something more purposeful about it. Um, mm-hmm. That they do talk about it, you know. Yeah. Like, so like they yeah. have the conversation with this with uh, I think her name is Sister. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they're like, oh yes, transcending gender, and um, when 
Sasha goes to the other planet in the yes. system and meets like the governor or queen or whoever the fuck. And, you know, she introduces herself to Sasha's assistant who whose name I have now forgotten. She's just like, Okay, you're like, Hey, I'm whatever the fuck her name is. How can I address you? (laughs) Yes. I also kind of feel like it makes sense to me that this is in a YA book because while our we may live in a world where people are bizarrely and hatefully acting like young people have no concept of gender. In reality, every young person I know has such a nuanced understanding of gender mm-hmm. and such a very, like, totally, like, no questions. I mean, maybe questions asked, asked intentionally, but, like, very, okay, and X, Y, Z. That I think putting it in a YA book makes sense to me in a way mm-hmm. that I think would even often get less pushback, at least from the intended audience, not counting, like, the bullshit uh, from older people who may read this book. But I think it makes a lot of sense to me in a YA book just because the majority of young people are much more realistic about like gender fluidity and diversity and everything else regarding the different forms that people take. Yeah. Yeah. And like, thank, I hate to say it, but thank God for the teens. Um, Actually, though, I just, you know, I, they, I have access to the internet and they're so powerful now. Like, it's like, it's wild. Listen, my niece just turned 13, and I think this was a couple years ago, but, and she lives in fucking Texas. Oh, bless. And not like Austin. Um, They've since moved, like, very recently, but it was outside of Waco, and, like, she wanted to get a friend, like, maybe the non-binary flag for their birthday or some shit. And was, like, scared of having the conversation with my sister, because, like, parental figure and all of that, and, like... But the kid, they get it, man. Yeah. And absolutely. even if they don't, uh, you know, the it's presented here in a very approachable way. Yeah. And no. like, hey, maybe this is how you introduce yourself to new people, especially if they maybe are doing some androgynous things and you don't know, you know, how to how to, you know, meet somebody like that. And it's like, hey, this is how to not make assumptions about people. Mm hmm. I like also that it doesn't seem like you can tell that E.K. Johnston is thoughtful about this in Mm -hmm. the fact that when, and I'm sorry, I immediately forgot the assistant's name who Kate just said, um, but when that character says like, oh, I was thinking about this role before, but I couldn't, I didn't know if it would be appropriate because I don't want people to just think that I present as a woman. And I like that that conversation even came up, right? So it's not mm-hmm. just a, oh, we're just including some different pronouns in here casually. It's like, oh, very intentionally, mm-hmm. like, talking about without it being a huge thing of this yeah. is why this works, two sentences, cool, and now we continue. No, it's yeah, like a natural like- flow of conversation that explains it. Like, it's not like just yeah. like, show me your fucking pronouns or something. Exactly. Shit, you know? <laughs> it wasn't just two sentences you know it's like right. maybe maybe this was split up into you know however many sections yeah. sorry i meant like at a time where it didn't feel yeah. like <laughs> a forceful like oh i'm putting this in here do you see that i'm putting this in here cool yeah. you know it felt instead like it was like okay we put this like yeah i mean it was it was very much like conversations that you know we would have with our friends about you know how they experience their gender because mm-hmm surprise it's fucking weird there are no rules um <laughs> if you don't want them there there no there are no rules 
Yeah, but they're just they're just aren't. You can also make the rules be whatever you want, <laughs> as, as long as they exist says. outside the fucking very um hetero, you know, cis hetero binary. But it's you know the again unnamed assistant talking about okay well this is how i feel it's tapo fucking a (laughs) hey i knew that person had a a name i said it five times (laughs) this unnamed assistant talking about (laughs) you know how how like some days you know okay well i i feel close to you know femininity Mm. and being a woman but like the other days you know not so much and it's just it's just there and like it's very you know well woven into the story about like uh i just got a new assistant (laughs) and we're going on a work trip together (laughs) yeah i mean it's just it's just it's just an example of like it's just a really great example of ya authors and especially like probably in the past like 25 years like really learning to trust their audience in terms of just being like oh right Young people have brains. Like, you know, like, I remember, like, when That's the Hunger shocking. Games. I know. I remember when the Hunger Games came out and people were like, oh, my God, this book is so violent. The kids don't need to see this. I'm like, the kids have to do fucking drills for school shootings all the time. Like, I think they can handle a little murder. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's the video games that make them violent. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Also, like, we have to learn history. Mm-hmm. Like, is, th- is that not violence? Like, well, it depends. I don't on know. For natives, we grew up as children and we hear about the shit that happened. So, pretty sure uh, it's more fun in, in a book. Because then, no, no violence. <laughs> There's no violence. Everyone is white and straight and cis. What is Space Florida? <laughs> what is. Ooh, what is Space Florida? What a great question. <laughs> I don't have an answer to this. We might have to think on that. I'll put it. I'll put it in the next time. Oh yeah, put make a note to later after. Yes, please. After what I wrote down earlier, signs for the handmaidens, comma is is Anakin a Gemini? (laughs) (laughs) What's the planet where Uh in Alpha Squadron in the second book they like go to all of those bars and taverns and like people are always fighting and then there's like a bunch of like, ravines and then like shit like blows up almost like a sinkhole like that's my gut answer but i don't remember what planet that was that sounds like florida chris do you remember i d- i haven't i haven't read shadowfall yet <laughs> i need to i need I'm to look up. up i do not fucking remember I yeah I haven't read Shadowfall yet. I I was looking on the shelf the other day though. I was just like, oh, I need to catch up on feeling extra depressed. Because <laughs> that is what will happen. I I know. I God, I love Alexander Freed, and also he makes me want to be an ostrich and be bury my head in the sand. Cry. Uh huh. Yeah, that too. That too. If I can like have my head in a bucket of sand and walk into the sun, ideal. <laughs> Oh. Then your head would be surrounded by glass. Ooh. Oh, that is true. I've seen Sweet Home Alabama. I am I've never seen Sweet Home Alabama. I'm confident that doesn't happen in it. Okay, so what happens is Okay, I n- no, 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 no. Okay, it's, anyway. It's lightning, it's lightning striking I, the sand. No, I, I do not have brain space for two thousands rom coms. Uh, no, no, no. I no, couldn't no, do no. it then and I can't do it now. <laughs> it's, the, it's the lightning striking sand. Oh my is what God. I was getting at. Um not the whole plot line, which is a whole other fucking conversation. Oh Lord almighty. Well, Chris, I that will allow you to fuck. 
That's it's not usually how I think about my high school friends, but I'm sure that's no, I, I, this is, I'm not on the high school friends thing. Okay. They, they can do whatever. Mm, I'm just okay. saying there's a lot of tension in this book. Oh, my God. No, it's true. I mean, there's been a lot of tension in plenty of us. I just read, I just like sped read Quinn's Peril before I read this because I hadn't read it because I was fucking doing grad school. Um, but yeah, I was just reading it and I was just like, this is everything, everything about this is so queer. Everything about it. I but mean, she's going to marry Anakin. Not that you can't be space bisexual, but like. Yeah, of course. Your, your like, soulmate is right fucking. Uh huh. Uh huh. You have poor taste in men. It. Yeah, no. Like uh, at least that sentence is relatable. <laughs> see, listen, you are you are a hundred percent straight. You 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 see, you it's didn't have you like I had options I and I made bad it's, choices. But am I only hundred percent? Bisexuality is real. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the question is, am I only hundred percent straight because I've been cursed? Like maybe I'm gonna do something terrible later, and my ancestors were like to punish you. Your only option are men. Enjoy. <laughs> I hope not. Do you want to do genocide? <laughs> no, my white half isn't that strong. <laughs> and with that, Chris, would you like to take us out? <laughs> I would love to. Um, as soon as I... Hang on. Take He's us out. Find the take hang on, I got this. This is a good time to remind y'all that we need a producer. <laughs> yeah. I have this. Nailed it. Seamless. Fuck me. Uh, thank you all for listening <laughs> to episode 165 of the Book Wars Pod. Uh, next episode, we'll be continuing with our discussion of Queen's Hope by E.K. Johnston, reading chapter 15 through to the end. In the meantime, uh, please donate to the org that we talked about at the top, which is, as I scroll back up because it wasn't updated We're in the outline, Transformations the KC. <laughs> Transformations Kansas City. Uh... And there, uh, you can find them at transformationskc.org. You're doing great. I'm nailing it. Uh, also, after you do that, if you want to support us, you can donate Tashi Station Radio Patreon. It helps us cover our hosting and production costs. Uh, and that's at patreon.com slash Station. We're adding a new tier. I think it's live, uh, it live. For $2 a month, where you can watch Kate and I stream being bad at video games. Uh, Fallen Order comes... Not Fallen Order. Survivor comes out two weeks from now. Something like that. Thereabouts. So, yeah. Get excited. Horizon DLC also. So Yeah, if you want to watch lots of machine harvesting, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of grinding. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and you can also give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash bookwarspod. Um, and really, none of this actually helps our hosting and production costs. It just gives treats to Argos, Jasper, Orca, and Tony. Um, spoiler alert. Our theme song is Whiz Bang by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joe Butera Design. Our audio and production were done by me. That's why this episode quality was so high. Um, also, we are looking for a new producer. Can't imagine why. Uh, so if you know somebody who would be interested in doing work for no pay, please do <laughs> send them our way. Jesus Christ. It's a labor of love. Uh, that's our show for Kate, Rana, Miranda, Lydia. Kristen, Orca, who will not leave me the fuck alone right now. Uh, thank you all for listening. I'm Chris, and we'll talk to you next week. Nailed it. Doing great over here. Oh, fuck. Do you know how to stop the recording? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs>